John Wayne got canceled, so... They did, after he, like, yeah. like 30 years after his at, death, he after, got canceled. After after he's no out, longer welcome on Twitter. After it turned out that John Wayne wasn't woke. Yeah. Wait, what? You know the cowboy from the 1800s? Apparently he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't very racially or uh, sex gender. I'm talking about John Wayne. Like, yeah. 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 Not Gacy. But. Yeah, no, I, I understand he's racist. He was a cowboy in the fucking 30s. Well, some people found that out, like, last year. They canceled him. Canceled what? Because it's, he was canceled. What does that mean? He's not welcome on Twitter. He's dead! <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Welcome to 2020. He doesn't give a shit! John Wayne doesn't give a fuck about being canceled on Twitter. Well, I mean, maybe he does. We don't know that. I don't think he does. I mean, yeah, we, we'll never really know if John Wayne gives a shit about Twitter, but I would, I would guess that he does not. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Harder Brunch Podcast. I am your host, Dyke Michaels. With me is my co-host, Chris King. Hello. And our special guest today, Loud Dog Barks. No, our special guest today from Batch Number 2 Mustard Company. Yeah, we can go with that. That's, okay. Wow. Uh, That's a question that should have been you asked. before we started recording. <laughs> and, and, and our guest from Batch Number 2. Batch Number 2, question mark. Zach Rohn. Hello. Welcome. You just have to be loud like we are when we talk from the diaphragm. Talk. We don't have talk, talk really loud. Yes. Like yeah. This. yeah. From yeah. the diaphragm. Yeah. I'm gonna sound really strange now when I go back and listen. <laughs> Next week is the goal. We will have a real microphone situation. That is. That's what we're gonna do. So I asked you this. I mean, so we used to share a kitchen. Um, in in a year two of of my food trucking, we we shared your production kitchen. So when you first started, it was you were just mustard, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, we started out just like yeah. I think I had one type of mustard, and I was just selling it on a table in farmers markets. And uh, we've uh, expanded out a little more. We do uh, mustards, ketchups, hot sauce, barbecue now. You know, just any any manner of sauces. Just the sauce boss of Naptown. The, the sauce boss of Naptown. I prefer that. <laughs> Put yeah, that that's, on that's, me. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just uh, oh god. I kind of forgot what we... There was so much stuff. What so we have? much. So we had... We went... There's a whirlwind of proteins. The, the idea was uh, to go obscene with Bloody Marys, and I think we achieved that. I, I think so, too. Um, when I got here today, uh, there was this magic trick where Dyke would continue <laughs> to pull various types of meats and fried cheeses out of every part of his... his uh, his dwelling, and I thought that each one would be the last, and it was no, not. No. So we we have feasted and so much, still drinking, which is you know a good sign. Absolutely. I, well, I think the crazy part was when he pulled out the. Fr- I mean, there was wings. I'm like, well, that's that's a lot of wings and other stuff. <laughs> and then there was you know there was some kind of like the fat back lollipop situation. <laughs> like, well, that seems like a lot of meat. And then out of nowhere. Ribs, like a whole rack of uh, Flintstone-style ribs. He put on a cup, spilled it, and he pulled that out, and there it is. And then, and then, yeah, and then, uh, you know, like we talked about completely off the podcast. He, he, I, I had my dream of eating a scotch egg like an apple. I don't even know where those came from, honestly. That they're just uh, out of nowhere. We have a full. We, we each had a half a scotch egg. A full half. <laughs> a full half. A full half. So it was what? Burgers, pork loin? Burgers! I forgot about the burgers! I, yeah, I didn't even was, have a burger. I didn't buy it either. <laughs> like, what are you doing? That was just a, I've never seen a burger as a garnish before, but Wings. it was like a parsley. Well, I stole that because we did another show, and, and Zach actually brought in like all the stuff, and you brought in little mini burgers. Little mini burgers for... Yeah. And, um, and, I was, yeah. and that was a big hit. 
Uh, I was just like, how do I do that times a million? Yeah, it was insane. I used a burger as bread. I got two burgers around the fat pack and I ate it. It's that was it, a great it's idea. I working in my stomach. <laughs> it's a daiquiri factory in there right now. It is going to be disgusting. Uh, guys, if you're if you're one of our few <coughs> listeners, <laughs> if you're one of our many listeners, and I know I, I, I see you listening out there, I know the numbers. Uh, be sure to share this with your friends. Uh, f- please follow us uh, on Instagram at Harder Brunch. Uh, we're trying to grow this fan base. We're making some amazing meals, and we're having some good conversations. And what I would like to do in the future, eventually, is do like a live podcast where we cook for 20 people, and then they sit there and watch us bullshit. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that would probably be, That'd be amazing. a while out, but yeah. I think we could build up. And I mean, I feel like I could sell out 20-person brunch by itself, then people would be like, what are, what are they, ta- what are they yeah. talking about? Ooh, those, guys, those, guys, those guys at that table are fucking talking really loud. <laughs> I wish they would shut up. Like, my brunch would be amazing if those guys would shut up. I went- Let's get the hell out of here. To a uh, 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 RC helicopter convention. Wow! Last year, that's amazing. And I saw them do a live podcast. And one, I didn't know that there was an RC helicopter community. Yeah, yeah. And two, there were a lot of people there. Uh, it was really quite surprising, and they all crowded around for this live podcast. Basically, what you were saying without any food. Oh yeah, yeah. People, people go. Um... I listen to nothing but comedy podcasts, so I probably yeah. am a little more into that world. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's comics or people that do podcasts that are selling out theaters, and people are just going to watch live podcasts on, on that level. Yeah. Um, but I think if it was a smaller, more intimate thing, like, I don't want it to be, like, too crazy or get too expensive, but I also don't want to, like, just never make money off of this. Just always <laughs> lose money. Because well, I, I don't want to brag, but I've made upwards of $2 on this podcast. Oh, so man. <laughs> so I didn't see a dime. <laughs> how, how? Like what? So the, um, this is uh, brought to you by Anchor. Um, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so okay. we I never actually do ads during the like they play before and after, so you, you never hear the ads. Except for now. now you're Except for that one. one. You ever been in one? Or yeah. in an ad? Right? Yeah, this That's is an adception yeah, right this now. Is an ad-ception. <laughs> Have you heard of Anchor? <laughs> Zach, let me explain how easy Anchor is. <laughs> it is your one-stop podcasting app. No, but uh, like in all seriousness, like it's made for dummies like me who I could do a podcast with my phone like we're doing right now. And this is an ad inside an ad. I'm not trying to make it an ad. But um, <laughs> but yeah, what happens dude, is that's what makes it what happens is they, they offer they they're like, We'll be your first sponsor and then as it grows you can get other sponsors. So you start off with Anchor as a as a it's automatic really sponsor. Yeah. sponsor and it's like huh. per listens you get some <coughs> pennies per listen or whatever. Oh so. that's fantastic. So yeah. you're up to two well, million now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many fractions of a cent. Uh but man, let's talk about this sauce. Uh, one of my favorites. I love Dan. I mean, there's nothing you make that I don't like, but yeah. there are some that are my super favorites. And I know you you, you call it what the uh, the golden sauce. Golden sauce. I, I I know it is Carolina mustard, but the golden sauce that you make is amazing. We just tried it on uh, my first time on wings. It was, it was just delicious. Threw some of the hot sauce into the Bloody Mary, so my face is kind of burning a little bit right now. It's not—it's not terrible, but it's—it's oh, okay. it's good flavor. Yeah, no, the the golden sauce. So it started out. Uh, I used some of my ballpark mustard, and my favorite thing growing up was to mix ketchup and mustard for um, corn dogs. 
Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you get it to that right orange color, and then it's corn dog sauce. And so I was making, I was like, I'm gonna make corn dog sauce and put that in a bottle. And I was making it, and then I realized that I was actually making a, uh, a barbecue sauce. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was a thing. And so uh, uh, I called it golden sauce because, you know, I didn't, didn't want to explain what a non-tomato barbecue was to people. Right. Yeah. And, and corn dog sauce would have been really confusing. I think so. I it's still, like, that's a very niche market. Like, you can only use this on corn dog. I think <laughs> once during the summer each year, I should just release a limited quantity that's yeah, just the yeah, same yeah. sauce, but it, it says corn, corn dog, dog sauce. sauce. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you get that corn. I got the, I got the 2019 corn dog sauce. <laughs> yeah, put a date on it. That's exactly. It's like dark corn. I've been aging it in my cellar. Like, oh man, I got the 2018 corn dog sauce. I haven't seen that. I've never even seen that. How long? How long have you been the sauce man? It's uh, five years, four years. I I'm pretty sure it was uh, 2015 when I started. Okay. Uh, so yeah, about four or five years now. Um, we've been, you know, doing a lot of the farmers markets events and stuff like that. Uh, you'd find us at some restaurants and some retail shops as well. A lot of retail shops. I feel like every time I go to a store, I'm like, oh, there it is, batch number two. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of our, our hope is that, you know, we you know, spread the name and, you know, like you, I'd like to make a dollar or two, mm-hmm. but I also <laughs> enjoy making sauce, so, you know, if that's all that comes of it, then I guess. <laughs> what's been the What's been the hardest part of uh, business? I know that when we shared a kitchen, we would commiserate sometimes. Over business ownership, a lot of times on here we talk to front of the house people and it was like, well, what's the, the hardest part about working front of the house? Well, what's the hardest part about specific, I guess, small business ownership for you? I think, so for me, the, the hardest part is um, I'm, I'm a fairly self-motivated person, but I still can't say that I work harder for myself than I did for other people. Uh, so, you know... There's a lot of times when you give yourself a break or you go, you know, do something else instead of what you know you need to get done. Yeah. And when I was clocking in for somebody else, it was really easy. I yeah. need to get this done or somebody's going to yell at me. So that makes it a really easy choice. Yeah. And then you know, I don't yell at myself as much. So that's well, you a, should. You that's should a, good, right, right. <laughs> so on one hand, I guess that's a good thing. But uh, on the other hand, it's not as motivating. But uh, uh, I... I, I would say a little bit is um, just the, the, the breadth of things you need to know uh, outside. You know, if you, if you work for somebody, you, you learn how to do your job. And then I guess if you want to advance, you learn how to do a new job. But uh, there's no limit to the things you need to know to run your own business. Yeah. I mean, there's always something else. Like you could learn about marketing. You could learn about I mean, just how to talk to people, just how to, yeah. you know, accounting or, you know, any any. In anything outside of just what you actually do for a living, and uh, and you're doing it all. You're doing I mean, production. Lot, yeah. You're doing sales. You're doing the marketing. Because anymore, it almost seems like you're what you're actually doing. Like the sauce making is almost like ancillary to everything else that's involved in your business at this point, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I do have my my partner helps me out. Uh, she does you know markets and stuff with me, and uh, uh, but yeah, a lot of the production is, is me. Uh, yeah, that's that's something I I need to do is not do everything all the time <laughs> yeah that's kind of a hard thing I, I don't know i i do enjoy learning about how to do new things so uh you know that part of it is you know challenging but exciting because you know there, there's always something else to learn always something else to do but then you realize you only have so many hours and so many hands and you know that that yeah. definitely gets in the way of it 
What were you doing prior to owning your own business? Because you were you've been in the in the industry for a while. My um, my bread and butter has been uh, working in restaurants back of the house. Uh, I've cooked, washed dishes. Uh, I've been a chef. I've done any capacity behind the front that you can you know name. Uh, the I've done fast food. I've done fine dining. I've done catering. And uh, so, yeah, just cooking food, basically. That's been my uh, my my biggest skill in life. <laughs> <laughs> can we, uh, real fast, can I, you guys keep talking about the kitchen you guys shared. Can I confirm that this is the kitchen where, when you were doing the food truck, I went in there. Is that where you guys, you said we have this part of the kitchen, but it was actually just a sink? Is that the same kitchen? No, that was okay. the first year. Yeah, that was man. That was amazing. The, yeah, this was to... this was actually. <laughs> I mean, any excuse to tell that any excuse to tell that story is the best. <laughs> Let me cut you off real fast. Tell that story. So, so, uh, so yeah. So they, I was helping with the when he was doing the beach food truck. I was helping with you know being in HR and and going to school for business. You know, helping with just all the all that stuff that you're talking about. Just like the finance, costing. You know, I nine to employees, all those different things, and just wherever I could help, I was definitely willing to help. And that at the beginning talked about this kitchen that they had and how they shared it. And finally, you know, we, I think we got to a place where we as a group were going to renegotiate the kitchen situation because there was like a cost. The person that, that owned it was going to charge more money and went in there and I said, okay, where is it? And it's like this, this, this is it. Like, what do you mean? Like all everything around here? Like, no, no, no. Just this spot. Like, dude, that's a sink. And like, so you just have a sink. And he said, I'm not joking. He said, well, not, not the whole sink. Like you split the sink. Like, well, how are you doing this? Like the fact that like, I think that that should have been part of the marketing. Like beast food truck. We made all this in a half a sink. It was incredible. Um, so yeah, I didn't know. And that's, that's kind of the, Man, I, I, I still, I was just always, that's why I was so willing to help because I was in awe of like how much they were able to do with literally nothing. I mean, there was, <laughs> it was literally nothing, but I guess that would be my question, just trying to fill air where you're getting a big giant soda is, is, I don't know if there's anything like you have similar stories like that with when, as you've been building the business and just these crazy things that you didn't think you'd be able to do, but somehow you, you made it. Well, no, I, that's, I feel in a lot of ways, that's like the, the world of kitchens is doing, yeah. doing magical things from nothing. And uh, so that like that make that makes a lot of sense. I know God that right. the space yeah. that we worked out of was um, was serviceable, yeah. <laughs> if barely. I remember one time uh, the fridges crapped out on us. And one died. time, yeah. Well, <laughs> one major time I remember, and I spent the whole weekend like buying coolers and <laughs> ice and rotating food, and I was just uh, uh, you know shocked at. <laughs> Yeah, my absolute favorite was so this was this was an old restaurant that had got sectioned up into efficiency apartments, and then they just walled off the kitchen part of the restaurant. That's not the one. Is that the one? No, this is the second one. This okay, okay. Is, so yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the upgrade from yeah, 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 from yeah. the kitchen space. Yeah. Um, so there was just like there were low income efficiency apartments, and then in the middle of this was just like. A kitchen that we shared. <laughs> and so we bring the food truck up, and I had, like, food-safe buckets that we would, like, load up. You know, these are, like, hand-cut French fries that have been brined that we are carrying out in five-gallon buckets. Food-grade, health-inspected, whatever. 
Well, some guy got pissed because we were blocking off the alley with the food truck. So we had just been on the news promoting something. And then on the new, the comment section of the news, he was like, Beast food is terrible. They make their food in a crack house. <laughs> of course, this is the person who lived in the crack house. <laughs> this is my door. This is where they are. I'm on crack right now. I actually haven't remembered that now. That's that was a terrible situation at the time. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was um, a less than optimal uh, <laughs> arrangement. I mean, it was better than some things you could do. I mean, it wasn't. I don't. I don't think it was a technical crack house. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, I don't. how much crack has to be done to make it? There was officially no crack in the kitchen. Like, there was no, crack. Right. It was separate from. No one just leaving their crack out and about. Like, you right. Even get to the crack. Well, I do. I do remember there would they would go and get drunk on the patio next to it. Oh yeah, and yeah. every so often I would have a drunk person stumble into the kitchen and ask if he could buy a, a burger, and and it would blow his mind every time because I would say, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. Like I literally made mustard," <laughs> and I would have just you know dozens of jars of mustard out, and he'd be like, "You're you're joking me, right?" And it's like, <laughs> "No, man, I'm not selling you a line. I've only got mustard in here. Like I can't. You want to buy a jar of mustard? <laughs> you can have that. You can drink this mustard." I, he was so disgusted <laughs> of it. Like it seemed like the <laughs> the worst line ever. That's amazing. But uh, yeah, so we're we're out of that kitchen now. We're into a little more of a legit facility. Uh, that was where we used to do the the Harvey interviews. Did, did oh you, yeah, you did those one yeah. of those with me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was an interview show. Uh, a friend of his who was a puppet. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a friend of his like has a puppet. He's not have a friend that's a puppet. No, like, like at his had his yeah, yeah, in his yeah, facility. Like, is like this guy's a puppet. Uh, you have I'm, to. I'm not. not he identifies I'm not, as I'm not a puppet. kicking down any fourth walls here. I didn't know if he, he has. He knows a guy that's a puppet. Oh, okay. I thought it was like you know we're just really being real PC and he identifies as a puppet. <laughs> like that's what you gotta call. I'm like don't you can't call him they. Like he seriously is a puppet. And if you say something else, like <laughs> I mean you're fucking close minded. I don't know how he would react, but <laughs> I think you know. So he's a, you know. he's a he's a fabric American. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely short and has no legs. You need to make sure your facilities are accommodating to people with only top halves. But as a uh, as a promotional <coughs> like Instagram show, he would do like uh, it was like a ten minute yeah it was a steady steady shot show in the kitchen where he sometimes <laughs> right. would have multiple guests, multiple puppets. No, like, oh, there's like, only one puppet. There's one puppet is the host of the show. But he would have multiple guests, and he would just follow them around through the kitchen, and he would do like a ten minute, like no no That's cuts, awesome. no edit show, yeah, and then end with like a food demo. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool, actually. If we do all that, that actually does sound cool. Like if we do a video thing, I would like to be played by a puppet. <laughs> I would rather rather it's just for me. I'm excited. Like hey, no one knows this because it's on the podcast, but it's finally revealed I was a puppet. <laughs> well, we've never posted your photos. What if, yeah. you, what if you are? That's the thing. No one knows. Like, no one knows. I could be a puppet. That's why I was like, I don't want to do a video of this so much as like, maybe someone can animate it and be like the gorillas oh. or something, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be like the gorillas. I would, you're not going to be able to afford that, but I don't know. That's actually a really good idea. I don't know. You get up over that two million mark. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get a whole team in here. Get a whole team yeah. in Team there. of Korean animators. You can do like a put Patreon it on thing. Fiber. If you, you just have like the, that's the thing. If you do the Patreon, you just have the different... Levels and like one level is we all are puppets. Like you do the show and then everybody's a puppet and then like next year it's animated. <laughs> so this podcast always first. starts off talking about food and then devolves into foolishness. <laughs> it's like, like the this. first five minutes. But it just reminded me of that was uh, 
I, I I was cleaning my bathroom last night. My bathroom stunk. Like it was really wow. bad, and I was just like, I'm glad you could told I, us that after we ate. I couldn't figure out what's. So I'm just like bleaching everything. I'm like down in the gritty, like cleaning it, and it's like one thirty in the morning, wow. and I was just like. My phone rang, and I was like, who's calling me? Like, first of all, no one ever calls me, and it's a Bloomington number, and I was just like, I have to answer this. Like, yeah. I and I pick up the phone, and it's just some drunk girl, and she's just like, blah, blah. She just launches into whatever she's babbling about, and like, I realized after a few minutes that like, she didn't say, like, hey, Dyke. And so I'm just like, oh, I think this is just like a random wrong call. Yeah. And I, I had her on speakerphone, and I was just like, I'm just going to let her figure this out. And she was like, telling me all these like really personal like problems. And I was just like, I don't, I don't, this isn't a person I know. Like, I don't know what's going on here. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just kind of bowled, bowled over you. She was like, are you busy right now? And I was like, no, I'm just cleaning the toilet. <laughs> <coughs> she was like at one thirty in the morning. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's when I get my best work done. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you help her? Did, and, yeah. Did you, did you fix it? it? She, um, she was like, uh, it was a bad connection. She's like, let me call you back. And I was like, okay. I was like, she realized, <laughs> she realized that you know, she never called. She you had back. the wrong number. Call back. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And then she starts talking, and I realize this is like an ex girlfriend of mine from like a decade ago. Wow. Oh. Is that why she's calling? This This story is an onion. So, is that why she's calling? She's like, you know who will need to know this is this guy I dated 10 years ago. Yeah. That's what happened? Yeah. Why does she... You have the same number from 10 years ago? No, I mean, I, we've kept vaguely in touch. Okay. But, like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure on all my social media, my number is on it, too. Like, okay. I'm an easy person to track down. That's if you smart. Yeah. You want to murder me. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, so she's like going on, and then she was like, I don't know, she was all over the place. She was like, I got this business idea, and I started talking to her. She was like, I don't want your business advice. <laughs> we, talking about, we ended up talking on about 45 minutes. It went nowhere, but it was... Uh, wow. But what was the business idea? Uh, oh, I don't want to give away her oh, big that's, that's right. million no, no, dollar idea. It's proprietary. All of a sudden, it's like, she's going to make it. I think she wanted to... I'm going to go down to Bloomington I think she wanted and to smoke be, her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With her own business I idea. I think she said something about slanging placenta products. Like, wouldn't it be that like, is not those, something anybody wait, at this wait, table can steal. What was that? Placenta ladies. No, I but was, that would be a hell of a Craigslist ad. Yeah, or a like, secret ingredient for the new mustard. The <laughs> yeah, new golden sauce has. I'm placenta. kidding. I'm kidding, guys. There is no placenta. There's no human placenta in any of batch number two's products yet. <laughs> I think you have to say yet because you don't know what the future brings. Uh, but then she was just like blah blah, and I was I was talking about how my roommate had moved out. And she was like, "What's like after like 20 minutes?" She's like, "Well, what's up with you?" And I was like, oh, my roommate moved out. And she was like, she was like, do you need some money, Dyke? And I was like, wow. no. Well, this is crazy. You always like, say yes to that. But say probably. Yes. But I, I think, I don't think no is your answer. You were echoing because you don't have a stick of furniture. <laughs> I would have said, I could use some some money. Do you have a sofa? Like okay. a chair. A chair's can worth of money would be great. Can you out to me? A fucking towel's worth of money so would be So then I said, uh, I've been doing this podcast. <laughs> and she goes, oh. She's like, do you have something? I don't know, podcast. Do you have something set up where I can send you money for the podcast? And I was like, no, maybe we should. So that is something. Like a Patreon. So is this, set up a Patreon. Is this... Podcast brought to you by <laughs> by the lady who ran by, by, by placenta <laughs> uh, placentas, the new mustard. I just want to say, yeah, if you guys uh, we don't have a Patreon set up, but yeah, if you just want to send us money, 
Or furniture. You how know, would they we'll do that? It. How would let's, let's say how would you do you that? Have let's a say, PayPal, yeah, right? that's oh yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have a PayPal. You don't have a PayPal? So you literally you're in a situation where you have no furniture and in desperate need of just literally what anyone can spare, but you don't have anything you have to set up. Homeless people have squares, sir. I do have I have they? Yeah. I've I've had a you 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 squared a homeless person. You, 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 I, I was just I was just I did it for the story. Like he's like I I always say this is the thing I coming from Chicago you public people are nonstop but anymore it's just like I'm angry at them like who carries cash no one has I I haven't had cash definitely once I stop waiting tables I I just never have cash so you can say hey man do you have anything like I have no cash man and I no joke had somebody uh, brought up that said well I I got my phone you put it on the square. And I know that probably the thing would have been like, well, if you have a fucking square, I'm not going to give you money. But like, I like I like what you're doing. Wait, that's a that's a unique answer. I gave him two dollars. I, I gave him two dollars, and then Amy, who was with me, my girlfriend was with me. She's like, now he has your information. I'm like, I don't think that's how squares work. I don't know though, and so I canceled my card immediately. But, uh, <laughs> I just threw my phone over the rainbow bridge. I threw everything on the ground and stomped on it. So it, it was worth the two dollars. None of that. A lot of that's not true. But he did have he did have a square. I did slide it. And then, and the thing is, too, is like you just put in the amount, and I was like, I, I don't you know. Get, you probably get more other. on the square than you would have cash. Yeah, absolutely, because yeah. it's not real money. Yeah, and the novelty of it, like, hey, can you square up? Because that's the thing. I I will definitely put some money in just for the story of it. So if someone's like, there's no story in like giving a homeless guy like some change that I have, but there's a homeless guy that has a phone with the square on the back, so I can pay him. I actually don't even know if the money went through. But that's where the story, like, I'll pay $2 to be able to you tell people. You canceled the card. I had a homeless guy that I paid on the square. Like, yeah. That $2, that's a fraudulent charge. Yeah, could you say yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately, like, right in front of him, like, hey, Chase, just so you know, just cancel that charge. Just know I'm giving. Whatever. What's your name? Hobo Joe. Can I give Hobo Joe $2. That is a fraudulent Hobo Joe. Hobo Joe, Inc.? I think not. I do not think so, sir. That but is my $2. I can't, I can't remember. Do you have to set up a... A business to accept square? Or no. Can, can you no, do that? I don't think. A, I think you can. A, it's no, really it's we do it for we do it for comedy. Okay. Yeah, it just goes into somebody's personal account. Okay. You can have it set up so it goes in your. I mean, you probably have to go where it goes to your business account. Yeah, I couldn't remember can, if it was like because I know some things are like you have to have like a business account to do certain things to open up certain oh, accounts. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, I would think you'd for have us, to, like we and sell, maybe it was like Facebook where you had to be in college originally. And yeah. Now you can just make up a name. <laughs> like whatever. We'll, we'll take whatever money you can give us. I would. I guess that was the thing that I talked about. I got real like HR nerdy about. It. Like, doesn't you have to have an FEIN to do that? Wouldn't you have to set up like a federal ID? Like. That's really fucking stupid, but um, yeah, it, it, I, I always thought like you had to sell something. You couldn't just put an amount, but literally I slid the thing. It's like, how much would you like to give? And I'm like, two bucks. Wow, there you go. We did. We use it for um, tickets for comedy tickets, and it just goes into I think it goes into yeah. like Jake's bank account or something. <laughs> um, how almost can you be to, to have a square, an iPhone, and a bank account? That's that's. Well, if you for, sign up for the account, they give you the little reader. Oh, you get it with the so, account. So, no, but I mean, I mean, honestly, like six years ago, I didn't have sixty percent of those things, and I had a, I had a home and a job. I didn't have a bank account. Do you think if you didn't know anybody, you didn't have any friends, and you got strength, like you're out, you don't, you don't have any, no support system whatsoever, and okay. you're out in California somewhere. Don't you think you could be a pretty crafty homeless person if you needed to be? Like, no. Like, no? no? You don't think you could, like, figure out, like, the best case? I really don't. I really don't think I'd be able to do it. This is the thing. Uh, on the other side of that, I think I would be... I've always thought that I'd be very good in prison. Yeah. <laughs> like, I always thought, like, if I did prison, I'd be really good at it. 
Like it's just it's in what respect? Like what? A lot of things actually. The this the the promotion. It's like the Aryan nation needs an HR. Department. Yeah, yeah. It's the personality aspect of it. Just the wheeling and dealing. Like from being a bartender, like hey, I'm not giving you alcohol, but like you know all different all different kinds of groups. I'm like, hey, did you see what those like uh, you know the Aryan nation said about the Black Panthers kind of things? Like yeah, dude. But listen, this is what we got to do. It's better to have like an alternate. I, I think I could do it. And then. 80% of that whole thing is just sleeping. I have always thought, like, well, if I, my best job would be maybe to just be, like, in a coma. Like, a self-induced <laughs> coma, like, sleeping all the time. Just the, the pressure of getting, you know, the pressure of, like, you know, succeeding in life and getting a good job and, like, whatever. It goes away. Yeah. you're in prison or in a self-induced coma. You're just going through the motions. Yeah. I think I'd be very good in prison. I want to pitch a show now. I want to pitch a show that's about, like, an HR guy that goes to prison. Well, I mean, and then yeah. And then turns the prison around from the inside. From the inside. I think that was called the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it wouldn't. That's the thing is, I think it would be a comedy because you try to pull like the uh, the tax thing and, and all the like. Hey man, you should have been fired because uh, <laughs> you have uh, two left toes and you're actually protected class. Like, yeah, I'm throwing you off the roof. <laughs> I think that would be a very short show. You, you just have to just have to change it to whatever the, <laughs> you know, the the code of the prison is. You know, the, yeah, the yeah. Prison, prison rules. Like, hey man, we got a, we got our own uh, prison handbook. Hey, you stole some soup from him. You were allowed one stabs and it looks. Looks like you stabbed him three times. Seven times. That's ooh. You know what? Yeah, I have my own kind of commerce in there. I'm telling you, this prison thing would really work. Uh, all right, we're, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. I do like the rabbit hole. I think the yeah. I think that the conspiracy theory. Uh, I think it would be like, give it 15 minutes. That should be you know. Oh, I think you, you take a conspiracy theory, yeah, and instead of trying to debunk it or say how crazy it is, you spend like an hour long trying to give it as like steel man that argument as much yeah. as you can. It's like a school, it's like seems, high school like, debates, like, like right, right. Debate is the, or just flat, like, yeah. Here's the thing: most conspiracy theories are pretty fun at the heart of them. Like, yeah, there, yeah. There, there's a lot of them where like, man, I, I wish that was true. Like. <laughs> Like, there's, there's, like, like stuff about, like, ancient cities in, like, the middle of, like, the Midwest. I'm like, man, that'd be cool if, like, you found some, like, underground cave system. Yeah. And some, you know, some, there's some, like, Ant, you know, Atlantis in Kansas somewhere. I've got taken in by two conspiracy theories in my life. Okay. Um, the first was mermaids. What? <laughs> so. What? Right. Yes. That wasn't what I was expecting. Exactly. exactly. So. That's cool. Uh, there was a <coughs> Animal Planet special on mermaids and about how they were real. And it was done documentary style. <laughs> so I tuned into it like five minutes after it started. So apparently at the initial. Missed all the disclaimers. The disclaimers. Yeah. Exactly. I missed all of that. And great. it was on fucking animal planet so yeah. I was why would like, they lie why would you be lying about this <laughs> and I was great. so taken in and I was like oh my god this is real <laughs> did you tell people because I mean, if I thought that it would be an anchor like everything like I'd be I in this podcast like about guys it for five days and <laughs> oh then my god, finally somebody was like Hey, I looked that up. That's all fake. And I was like, that's not true. It's a documentary. Animal I Planet. saw it. It was on Animal Planet. And then I looked it back up. And yeah, it's not a bit of truth to that's it. That's amazing. And, I like you were just like, that's and, all it took. And, and, that's all it took, Animal Planet. Like, listen, they don't just put that, that fucking a, a, a AP on everything. So then, it's on there. They got the, the globe and everything. That's weird. <laughs> they put their stamp approved. The the second thing is, I, mean, I guess it makes. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess the second one based on the. Uh, is it the hoverboard? What the I, I I didn't mean to cut in your story, but I figured the second one would be the hoverboard because Robert Zemeckis, when we were kids, when Back to the Future came out, 
he did at the time, I think it was like eight or seven or eight. He said hoverboards are real. And you talk about five days telling people mermaids are real. I went a good, I don't know, yesterday, like maybe 13 years, where I'm like, no, 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 dude. Hoverboards are real. Just a safety precaution. They're not letting them out. Like, I think somebody <laughs> had to finally be like, look it up. Like, the internet exists now. Go YouTube that. Sure enough, like a bunch of like people my age, like, we're just bummed that we thought that oh, hoverboards were real and they're not. <laughs> no, when I was it a took kid, forever. When I, was I really a, thought When I was real. a kid, I had two friends who were cousins, and they both convinced me that they had a hoverboard that they shared, and I was always like, can I come over and play with it? Like, I just want to see it. I don't yeah. even have to ride it. It's like, it's amazing. And then there would always be some excuse of why the hoverboard wasn't there. But, I, I like, and they, it broke my heart. Like, it really yeah. broke my heart, too. Because they would tell me the stories about how awesome it is. And it's like, oh, yeah, you can't go over water and all this stuff. And, and yeah. yeah. All life. So, yeah. And then, but I have a secondary. It's, it continues to be embarrassing. So... Like I remember seeing the, I remember seeing a video about how they're close to making a hoverboard, but it has to be on like this full copper source surface, and you can only go straight. It's a very specific thing. It costs you know ten million dollars to go like a foot. And then I was like, man, I just I can't believe I got fooled. And then a couple years later, a video on YouTube was people flying around hoverboards, and I, not joking, this was like maybe 2013, posted <laughs> on Facebook or MySpace. I told you. Posted the video and said <laughs> they did it. <laughs> That's what I said. And then immediately someone's like, that's a joke, man. Like, no, no, no. Look at it. I looked at the beginning. I looked at the end. These guys are on hoverboards. This is real. I, idiot. I, I have, I, I have a, a cousin who I love very much. If you ever listen to this podcast, she probably won't. But, like, she is, like, hardcore conservative. And, like, just every third post is just something that's just, like... So beyond the pale that I'm just like, and then I just type it into Snopes. I typed like the three first letters into Snopes, and it's just like, no, of course this is false. Why would you think? Why would anyone think it was real? Like, are you just copy and pasting every crazy thing that you hear? Like, yeah, gotta be true. And it's always something like hoverboard or mermaid level crazy, where I'm just like, you didn't do any research on this whatsoever. Well, what's I, the other one? You said you had well, one so more. The yeah, other yeah, one was sorry. from Facebook. Oh, uh, there we go. And oh my God. there was some, I don't know exactly what was happening. There was something about like planets lining up and that was going to disrupt gravity. And that if you went outside at like two in the fucking morning, <laughs> yeah. you could jump like eight feet. And now, then the the crazy. I mean, both of these happened when I was, you know, in my late twenties. Yeah. Not like when I was, you know, a teenager yeah. or yeah. Like at a reasonable age. And I went. I set an alarm clock as a grown adult and went That's outside scary. for the and, jump and jumped my six inches in the air, and then went back to bed and just never told anybody until this moment. <laughs> it would have been, been great. Someone's looking at like, the fuck is Zach doing out there? <laughs> But so, there are weird things, like, remember we had, like, the, the first, uh, the polar vortex, and it's like, <laughs> you can take boiling water and throw it in the air, and it'll it'll freeze in the air, and it's yeah. like, that's not the thing. And then when you did it, and like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So maybe well, there I've is seen a that weird... Happen, I've seen that happen in Alaska. Yeah. Like, like, that's that's a real thing. But it has to get so cold that it right. never really happens around here. Um <laughs> yeah, the gravity <laughs> thing's pretty funny. So, yeah. And so now I just don't believe anything <laughs> anybody tells me 
Any, anytime there's like a world, like I remember being kind of nervous about Y2K and then kind of nervous at like the Mayan calendar. And then I was like, this is just a false alarm every time. It's like the world's yeah. going to end every 10 minutes. That's how they get you though. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, everybody, I feel like that was going to happen. We're all going to be like, listen, you fooled me too many times. Everything's <laughs> fine. That's it. That's when it's all over. Mermaids are coming after us <laughs> on their fucking hoverboard. The world's fucking over. I would be They're so justified. I would feel I think so that would be about it. it. So I would like, be if, like, you know what? I wasn't crazy. This is real. That's good. They're just stabbing you in the face to death. Like, Thank you know what? You. That's fine because I, I'm dying stabbed in the face to death knowing that I was right about the mermaids the entire time. I like to think it makes me a hopeful <laughs> person. Like, I still think that there's magic in the world even though there's clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying to think of... I think you think it's swindles. <laughs> I, I always got swindled on like dumb like I was just a, like a naive person but it was always like within the, it was never like magical thinking it was always like like uh, I was just like I bought like a like a speaker off a guy's back of a truck like at a gas station one time yeah. just one and um, I don't know if you know anything about sound but you can't have a mono you need, you need, you know, stereo. Just a single, no. A single uh, speaker would not do anything for you, no matter how good the speaker is, but I guarantee you that one was not. I picked up a homeless person one time and let him stay at my house for three days. That is like, not um, naive. That is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> That's did, amazing. Did he have a square? Did he bay him in a square? Uh, well, like, I picked him up on the side of the road. Three days? Uh, well, I picked him up on the side of the road. He's wearing a Grateful Dead shirt. So I was like, no, no one's evil if they're wearing like a Grateful Dead shirt. Where right? was this? Where was the homeless person? He was on the on the 65 split when he come up. He was just like like just on the side of the road, on the side of the interstate. Was he thumbs up hitchhiking yeah, or yeah. was he just like, hey, I'm just trying to take a nap, but if you're yeah, in the car. He right? was hitchhiking and he always said, where are you going? He said, 38th Street. And I was like, oh, you're right up 38th Street. And then I got to 38th Street. I said, where are you going? And he was like, oh, I'm just going to sleep under this bridge. Okay. And I was like 19. Okay. And I'll, but I, I lived, I had my own place and I was like man I can't just like let you sleep on a bridge that's crazy you gonna spend the night at my house sleep on my couch and like I lived far enough away from anything that like if you wanted to steal my TV yeah he would have had to walk a mile with my TV <laughs> yeah, like if he wanted I, to kill you eat your bones no one's gonna I wasn't thinking you. about that at 19 that's, that's the thing like I wouldn't fuck yeah. my TV because at 19 with your own place I guarantee your TV was shit yeah everything I had you're an edible person was garbage but so you were uh, the prime, really. You were the, that, yeah, you that, were, that was, you were exactly, that was the time to you. Were, you were perfectly like a nineteen-year age <laughs> fucking person. But, uh, uh, if you're a person eater, you're person. so. Wait, wait, who did he leave, or did you ask yeah, him to leave? Yeah. So he stayed there. He was very nice. He was very respectful. He he would like clean up. He did my dishes for me. Like it was like wow. having a, it was like having a butler kind of. It was kind of like having wow. a little, I don't, know, I don't know if that's appropriate. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if the niceness of it kills out the fact that you called him essentially a servant. He became. He became. No joke. He became your slave because you weren't paying him, and he was doing these. His things. name was Mister Belvedere. Which is that right? <laughs> <laughs> every time he walked, in, he walked into. What's crazy is every time he walked in the room, Red Skelton would ever like, Never know, no, no, So after like three days, I had to actually go out of town <laughs> for a weekend, and I was just like. Back to the bridge. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's one thing to have a homeless person live with you rent free for three days. It's another thing to leave them in your house unsupervised. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, hey man, like he had he he had been talking, he had been making longest, he'd been calling. Of course. No, he he wasn't making long distance phone calls like on my dime, but like he had a calling card and he had some like old lady out in Arizona or something who wanted like him to come out there 
she had a house, wanted to like, and I was just like, hey man, I think this is your best option. Like, I don't know what went down with you and this lady, but she wants to send you like bus fare and like take care of you. Like, I think you need to jump on that and then yeah. figure out your next move. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And so I drove him to the bus station and I gave him, I was just like, here's like $5. Here's like a Burger King gift certificate. Wow. Like, good luck. The kind like, of stuff you have in your wallet. At yeah. I just, I just <laughs> gave him everything I had. It was just like, I just wanted him out, you know, but like, I didn't want to like ditch him under a bridge. It was just like, good luck. Yeah. I feel like that there should be a, uh, you know, some kind of safety warning on this that it doesn't turn out that way. I feel like what's going to happen because now you're recording this and people listen and somebody's like, that's that worked out great for Dyke. I'm gonna do that, and then they become you know half a rack of ribs on top of a bloody mary made of people. No, I did. I did a lot. I had a. I let a stripper move in with me. That's once, a whole different. And a stripper's a fine person. I don't know that you. Wanna... I wasn't done. Okay. They're all people. <laughs> and her boyfriend. <laughs> that's yeah okay. I went in, got a lap dance at like 21, and then was driving. The stripper was like, "I want to hang out afterwards," and was like, "Yeah, let's hang out." What, yeah. I don't know what that means. It was, one of the White Castle, and then all of a sudden... Her she was in a lap dance, and she said, do you want to just hang out? That was like, it's like in the middle, in like mid-lap dance, she's like... It was like last call. What are you doing like later? On a Tuesday. Wow. And then it was yeah, like... like a big I was like, no, not at all. I was, I was 21. Yeah. <laughs> you kidding uh-huh. me? And uh, she asked me to take her to White Castle. I was like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, her boyfriend showed up, and I was like, oh, this is terrible. And then they uh, lived with some other girl who I guess might have been a dancer who was like 18... Got into a fight with their other roommate. Somebody pulled out a machete. Were you there for the machete? No. Okay. And like tried to like hack this girl's like face off. So they were talking about this while you were driving them around. Yeah, driving them around. And so I took them to White Castle. I'm like, so I'm just gonna drop you guys back off at the strip club. <laughs> yeah. Obviously done with this. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh, our friend's got attacked. She's in the hospital. We need to. And there was no cell phones. So, like, yeah. she heard this information at the club and then is related to the boyfriend in the car. And so then I was like, I guess you guys come back to my house and use my phone. Okay. And so I go back to my house, use the phone. They call the hospital. And they're like, all right, she's going to be released late. Blah, blah. And I just was like, sleep over until. Well, I'm just, now I'm just like, this is, how do I, how do I get out of this? Yeah. I have to work in the morning. Yeah. And, um. I'll tell you how to get out of it. Don't get into it. That's, that's so, how you do so, it. Well, they're already there. Like, I've driven no, them. No, I mean, there. the whole, yeah. all of it. When I, I guess that's the thing. Is like, I, no one ever told me, hey, if this stripper wants to hang out, say no. <laughs> I didn't know. I just thought that was, like, inherited knowledge. Not that there's anything wrong with strippers at all, but, like, get to know a person. Just literally anybody. It's like, I'm not downgrading a stripper, but let's say I'm, like, I don't know, St. Elmo's. And the, and the waiter's, like, handing me, like, this nice steak, and he's very nice and whatever. And then at the end, he's like, hey, here's your check. By the way, can I stay at your house? <laughs> no. Not, not right away. Well, they haven't. They haven't. There's no staying in the house at this point. This is like using a phone. You're in your house. And now it's waiting. And now and now it's like it was we, always staying in the house. By the way. And now, and now yeah, from, was, from Jump Street, they, they've been working on this, this very now, short game. And now <laughs> and now it's and now it's concerned for a friend. Yeah. And I was just like, eventually, I was just like, look, I have to work at this point. I was like, I tell you what, and I this you guys are not going to like this next part of the story, <laughs> but it's true. Would you like to be unattended in my house for a while because I got to go. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse. I go. I. Have to get some sleep. Here's my car. Wow. Go pick up your friend. What's wrong with you? And they they did, and then they brought her back. Yeah. And um, uh, I saw apparently. So she had stitches from the top of her nose all the way down to like her cleft, Ew. where her face had like literally flayed open, like her nose and the everything. Machete. Yeah, from the machete. 
had flayed open and curved, and then they just put staple like Frankenstein staples, yeah. like all the way down her face. <laughs> and she kind of walked in in a daze, and yeah. I was like, "You can sleep up there." And she just kind of like walked up and outside then, on the roof. And then I put the couple on another couch, and then I I went to bed, and then I had to work the next morning, so like I got up first and went to work. And yeah, then so the couple and Leatherface, they're just there. Yeah. Wow. So like the the whole time I'm at work, nice. and so I come back and I'm like, "How is oh you know old girl? Is she doing all right?" And apparently she just like got up after I think she was still in shock. She got up, she looked at herself in the mirror, and then she stole a pair of my roommate's shoes, okay. and then just walked out of the door and was never heard from again. <laughs> well, all, all of this is exactly standard of how it's supposed to go. Uh, <coughs> and uh, and so the, and then. So then I was like, oh, I'm man. That, with the story. That's, How can you be so responsible? Hey, even just like, that's the craziest right? thing I've ever heard. Where are you guys going? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Uh, and then they were just like, oh, we thought we would stay here. And then they stayed there for like like a month. A month? <laughs> a month? What? Maybe it was two weeks. But two it felt, weeks? It, it doesn't like matter. It was three days like that is too long sir just like they, they, like they, 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 they just, off like all right well just go pick up like here's my car they, although why would they leave everything is working out you're better than having a job they just yeah they just wouldn't leave and yeah. uh, the guy was like yeah I, I can do like free work on your car i was like i don't need that wait and what then, was wrong with your car <laughs> nothing was wrong until they drove it they did it like hey i can fix that engine that fell out it was in it when you got it I just I was I was weak, man. I was like a nineteen year old. So how did you and finally get these these people out? Of so your I house? had been like I had been leasing out. It was a it was a three bedroom. We originally started off with four roommates. Like I slept in the basement. There was three bedrooms, and I was the basement guy. And so everyone had moved out, and I was renting to this uh, college student for the summer, and we got along fine. Yeah, you know, but she was just like. Didn't like the fact that I let this. No, stripper I cannot believe person. that the college yeah. student who had the. And, well, and she was also paying rent. She was like, hey, "Yeah, why are these people living here for rent?" Fantastic free? question. What was yeah. your answer to that? Like, <laughs> and he told the story, and I bet she was like, "Okay, it's probably fine then, or no? No, probably not. She right. was like, she's a person. I mean, you need to being. grow a pair and kick these people yeah. out. She's a lady. Yeah. And probably in a locker. Like, hey, I want to sleep without my door locked. Yeah. And my chair shoved against my door at least once a night." And a machete attack girl stole her shoes so she wasn't... Yeah, exactly! Like, I don't know, some lady who was 80% staples in the face took my shoes. One of these people leaving. I don't know. Wow. This is a show. Yeah. This is, you can't even... This is a thing. You couldn't... If this were a TV show, no one would watch it because it doesn't make any sense. You'd be like, that's unbelievable. No, lo- be that. lots no, of people would watch it. No one would be that stupid. Sure enough, like... No, this is a show. We call it Just Say Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we okay. put Dyke out in yeah. really seedy situations. And that's I, I got to tell you, to I, yes. like I said, I deal in, like, the story is, I'm more apt to say yes to a lot of things because the story that you get from those kind of things is always worth whatever the hassle is. Like, for instance, I accidentally threw an old iPhone away, and some dude texted me on my phone with my picture and said, Hey, man, I'm the guy that bought your phone. Can you come unlock it for me? Like, that yeah, was the deal. But that's not as good of a story as you took home machete. <laughs> yeah, no, it isn't. I'm having a fancy story. It's like, well, did anyone's face get, the words he used, flayed off? No, no, no. I just unlocked a guy's phone that got it out of a dumpster, and then he, we went our separate ways. That, that's the extent of that story. I didn't invite him over for a couple months to, you know, take my, take, take up my, partake of my shoes 
and my roommate's soup. So, okay, so, okay, so months in, they're still there. Your roommate's like, hey, dude, uh, I'm paying for this. And, you know, uh... Yeah, she was basically like... like the Renaissance man. She was like, if you what don't... What was the movie with Joe Pesci where he was like the homeless guy? Oh. The, the super... Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Was it Higher Learning? It was one with Brendan Fraser. Right? Uh, School Ties. No, not School Ties. This mm. is dead air. I ruined everything. Yeah. Joe yeah. Pesci and Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, I didn't know they yeah, were in the movie together. Yeah, like the homeless guy. Uh, Brendan, was it The Mummy? <laughs> Brendan Fraser breaks his leg and he's like, he's writing his thesis... And then uh, Joe Pesci steals it, and then he's living in his van for a while. I feel like you're mixing a casino <laughs> man. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and, uh... no, 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 no. I'm gonna find it. It's a real good movie. It's, it doesn't it's matter because I've taken everything that's going I've well, and then there's some dead fucking air where it's like, what? What movie is this? Like a movie you just made up? You literally just made it up. So anyway, with honors, with well, honors. Okay. <laughs> Remember, and at the end, the song's like, I never saw no. no, I gotta tell you, it's not as good as your story, and I wish I had ruined it with this talk about this movie. Anywho, I'm just saying that's my conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory. What's the conspiracy? <laughs> Those just, are all facts. It was just being gullible and being a gullible. I bet they'll kill me. That's the truth. <laughs> that's not a conspiracy. That's not the truth. I'm just saying, when you're young, you just want to believe. I they... didn't. So when? But, but and to then... be fair, it turned out you're you're here. <laughs> you're alive, and you've got. <laughs> Really good story. Yeah, that's true. So how did they finally get out of there? Like, what was the what? Well, finally you just gotta go, man. You just that was it. You just said, and like, oh, I guess you're right. Uh, We've been waiting for you to kick us out yeah, all we, month. We were just like making taking bets <laughs> on how long you guys I was just push over. Here's the thing: when I saw that girl, when I when I when I when I when I was t- 21, and I saw this beautiful 19 year old girl come in with her staple face. Yeah, I told her. I told I told the girl who had almost been murdered five hours previous that she was welcome to stay with me till she got back on her feet because I was kind of a. Captain. But she was on her feet the next day. Yeah, she she, she got she, out. She of there. left. She was in somebody else's feet and left immediately. <laughs> that was that. Were you thinking when you in, in being uh, in college? Were you? I don't know if you were single at the time, but you thinking like, hey man, this girl is really attractive. And you know, probably self esteem's a little bit lower because of you know the staples and everything. I bet I bet I could date a hot chick. Is that is that maybe what absolutely you like? Oh. <laughs> like, okay. like look, like she's a beautiful woman. She's that's just, like that's like a Burger King coupon in itself. She's like, just been attacked, and now she's got staples in her face. But I see her true beauty. I can, yeah. I can see the beauty it's underneath. Just, the yeah, it was you went from an eight to a five <laughs> exactly right. with the machete. What's funny is you're the beauty of the beast story, except that you're the you're the rapist beast. I'm both sides. <laughs> that's the part, like, she's the beast, and like, you know, even though it's like if you, that's why Beauty and the Beast Beauty was never played by a man's like, you know, even though she's gross, I'd have sex. They're into the movie. <laughs> Movie's over. Starts off like that. Like, hey, I'm a lion. Like, yeah, you're still a lady. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can see past your staple face. <laughs> so can everybody. <laughs> I've seen your Instagram, it minus these staples. Like colored in. Boobs are still fine. I'm yeah. sure. Like, listen, I only, I, you're a, luckily she's a foot taller than me, so it doesn't even matter. But uh, unfortunately, the um, troglodytes wow. on the couch heard all that. Then they were just like, "This guy's an all day sucker." Yeah. 
or you can stay here. So yeah, so the point I was trying to make was we all wow. fall for things, you know. We all sometimes we, we all do not <laughs> loop us into this. Like you guys know what you're talking about. You've had a, a family, a family of five stay at your house for months at a time. No, sir, I have not. I have not had that. Have sometimes not. it's a hoverboard. Sometimes it's a mermaid. Yeah, sometimes yes, that's it's right. a family of strangers. every time we play a game that I didn't know I was involved in because I called. I bet Dyke was dumber. And he always did. <laughs> Every but, time we play this game. I think part of the reason I never fell for a lot of conspiracy theories is because I was... You're too busy in your life. Your life is a conspiracy theory. You're like, I bet this will all turn out well. No, well, man. Well, I, I am way too busy worrying about... But they're not the I'm almost living busy. on my couch. It's going to kill me. From 19... <laughs> Ages 19 to 22, I feel like I fell for a lot of things. Yeah. And then it was just like, I, then I just questioned everything like seven times. Right. Uh, we went to, when I was 20, I went to Hawaii with my friend. And uh, we were 20, we really wanted to get into bars, but we were 20. And uh, we saw this guy on the street who was handing out business cards for fake IDs. And we were just like, hey, wow, what? And then he, he just saw us as just like two all day suckers. And it was like, hey, we went, and it was like, how much? And it was like, it's $120 for a fake ID. I was like, ah, oh, we didn't have that much. And it's two of us. He's like, I'll tell you what, I'll do both of you guys for $120. We're like, that's a great deal. And he's like, follow us back to this apartment. You go up, we'll take your photos with some different clothes on, we'll make the IDs, press them, we'll get it back to you. Like, this is great. And then we get there, and he's like, all right, he's got to go talk to this guy. You guys go ahead and give me the money. And we'll yeah. run up there and talk to this guy. I'll be right back. And we're like, yep. And then we give him the money, and then we're waiting for him to come out. I am still waiting for him to come out. He's sitting out the window, like, see his guys right there. He just gave us 120 bucks. So I had the opposite of that situation happen to me. I was in the Caribbean, and I had gone out. I was living out there, working on charter boats, and uh, I had gone out on a Friday night and gotten just completely tanked. Didn't remember anything. Woke up in my own bed and was kind of fuzzy. And then a guy came out during our lunch break and uh, he knew who I was. And so he's like, hey, can you come over here? And I said, okay. He's like, let's go take a little trip. I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> so we get in his car and he pulls out some weed. Nice. And apparently I had given him some sum of money the night before and he was honorable enough to show up with it the next day. Wow. I remembered nothing wow. of the situation. That's drunk Zach giving sober Zach a present. That's what that is. <laughs> right. That's great. Right. And yeah. it was like, like that was my instance of believing in humanity. <laughs> that like, I mean, this person had no reason to <laughs> yeah. ever honor that <laughs> transaction. Like, I have no yeah. I, I still, to this day, don't remember actually... Agreeing to that. That's amazing. <laughs> Maybe he thought he was going to make another sale off you before he, before he left or something. Did you ever buy? I, I, I feel like with his, he was reputable. I'm well, we, we ended up being pretty good friends. Yeah. His name was Ziggy, and he was starting a bar, and we would go out to his bar and help him work on it. it he was building So it he up. was just a cool dude. He was yeah. just a really good oh, okay. good person. He, there, there were, there's a, a, a main street that they were starting to cut. Uh, between the airport and the main city on this island. And so it was just a construction site at this point, and he had gotten the one up on it and bought a little piece of land and started building a bar uh, so that when it was finished, the road would be finished, and he would have... And I mean, you know, this, he was he was dead. Sure, out. Yeah. <laughs> he was, you know, we'd awesome. go out and help him paint stuff, and you know, get drunk get and, drunk and, and get hang out. Weed. Yeah, 
And, uh, you know, like it was, uh, I just uh, turned myself over to uh, <laughs> the goodness of humanity. You yeah. see, I, think, I feel like everything comes around full circle. Sometimes you're fooled by a stripper and her yeah, boyfriend. You are. Sometimes. I don't think. I, like, I, maybe I picked up some of your, your like. Maybe it's <laughs> like, a, I think it's probably like an unbreakable situation. Like, you're the Mr. Glass his Bruce Willis. Like, somebody's break. If everybody, if everybody's break, if I'm breaking this much, someone's going to work it out. Like some, that is the movie. Like in the world where you're like, oh man, my my roommate's shoes stolen again. And the flip side of the world, it's like magic weed. I'll tell you what. What finally broke me of of all of that was uh, when I was I used to work by the Radisson by the airport. It used to be like the closest hotel to the airport, and uh, I had a stewardess friend, flight attendant friend, whatever, who uh, would stay there almost weekly. And she brought me like a handful of like airplane bottles one time. And I had him in my pocket, and I had to go pick up a friend from a bar downtown. And I got out of my car, and there was a homeless person, and it was just like, Hey, man, can I get a solid dollar? And I was like, I'm going to blow this guy's mind. I'm going to hand him two bottle, like airplane bottles of vodka. Yeah. He's, he's not going to be expecting this. <laughs> so I pulled him out, and I was like, Hey, man, how about some Grey Goose? And I give it to him, and he kind of shakes his head, and he takes it, and he goes... Yeah, but can I get that solid yeah, dollar? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I blew my fucking stack. I lo- and I was just like, I, what? Huh? I was like, I just, I just, I just gave you a present. I just gave you a present for free, and you didn't say anything. What do you say? What do you say? What? What do you say? What's what gives you? And I started screaming at this guy. That guy was getting the full sunburst of every of oh, every person that had drifted me in my whole life. Like, dude, I'm just. What, what's funny is like you heard his stories. Like, dude, I'm just trying to get over alcoholism. <laughs> I'm just like trying to get the bus to AA. This vodka isn't gonna help me. And you're like, no. I'm tired of being treated like this. You will take my Grey Goose. You will say thank you is what you say. You sell it for whatever dollars. You son of a bitch. I gave you Grey Goose. I like how that disappointment was so anticlimactic comparative to like everything all else. The other like things. no, these people will not. Yeah. Like, no, this, this is my fucking. This poor bastard. Yeah. I'm it's done. Like, listen, man. Thank it's you for the bus. I didn't mean to say thank you, but I just want two dollars to get a bus. They all to get mistook off my kindness for weakness. Um, <laughs> guys, this has been Harder Brunch Podcast. Zach Ron, thank you so much. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank you for having yeah. me. Uh, how can people follow you on social media? Uh, all my social media is at uh, BatchNO2 or www.BatchNO2.com. Uh, find it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. Get the finest sauces in the land. Uh, Chris King, you don't produce. No. You know what, though? I'll tell you what. I was thinking about this. I never plug anything. I have an action figure account on Instagram that Amy made for me. It's called uh, Dr. Galactus. At Dr. Galactus? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It's on Instagram. (laughs) You know what? As I'm talking about it, I wish I thought about it. I don't know if doctor is spelled out or not. I think it is. I think it's all spelled out. Dr. Galactus. You know what, guys? Look it up either way. It's either at Dr. Galactus or at Dr. Galactus. <laughs> and you can, of course, follow this at Harder Brunch Podcast or um, at I'm, I'm at Dyke Michaels on all social media. Uh, please go ahead and like and subscribe, however you guys listen to podcasts. And uh, we'll see you next time. Slide in our DMs if you'd like to... I don't know. Ask us any questions. <laughs> you like, live, live somewhere for free for no less. Than yeah, one. hey, get some free shirts. Hey, if you're if you're if you're an attractive woman that are, had her face chopped off recently, like your self esteem's a little bit lower than it should be. Hit would, me up. I would cut a lot of this out. We'll eat some breakfast. <laughs>